And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. So nice to have you with us. Of course, this is our half an hour that we get to bring in great professionals and talk about issues that are important to you. Today is our day with the Butler Health System, and we're going to be talking about bariatric surgery, which I always find interesting to talk about. We've talked about this before, and I always learn something new. Dr. Strife is going to be on with us, and of course, he he focuses in bariatric and also general surgery with the Butler Health System. And you know what? Before I welcome Dr. Strife in, let me first just run that list down for you of the different ways that you can listen because you do have us on the radio. We love you for it. You do have us with Alexa-powered devices now, the app that you could put on whatever device you want, and then you can listen to us on our website. So that's where the stream would, would be happening. That would be WISR680.com. Of course, that button is going to be there that says listen live, and you can just press it and listen that way. Same website, if you want to listen to this at another time, maybe you got to leave a little early, that's it, we understand. So this will be our podcast of the day. So you go back onto our website, and when you do, you're going to press program in the menu bar, and then that's going to drop it down to Let's Talk. And that's where you'll find our conversation. All right? So thank you so much for being patient, Dr. Strife. Always nice to talk to you. Welcome back to the program. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me back. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah. So let me ask you uh, where we are with bariatric surgery. I, I always like to ask, is there any new things on the horizon when we're almost done with our conversation? But I'm going to start out that way right now. Is there anything new on the horizon with bariatric surgery? Yeah. So for right now, <clears throat> you know, the the surgeries um, are generally about the same, you know. Uh, but one of the big things that uh, we're starting to do a lot more of now is we're opening up our practice to do uh, medical weight loss, you know. So um, they've been working on uh, adapting uh, who qualifies for weight loss surgery. So strictly speaking, it had been for people who have a, a BMI or a body mass index above 35, uh, if they had health problems, or above 40, if they didn't, you know. Um, and recently, they've been changing the guidelines to include <clears throat> some of those people that were a BMI of around 30 and above, you know, uh, because that's a, a good portion of the population uh, that fall under that category of obesity. Now, even though the guidelines are recommending that, the insurance companies have not adjusted to that yet. So we're still waiting uh, to see what's going to happen uh, with the insurance companies. Are they going to increase the opening to offer surgical weight loss to that category of people, which is a big portion uh, of, of the obese population? Can you... So we thought, okay, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I, I can ask, I can hold off on my question. Go ahead. Oh, well, what I was going to say was that um, basically what, what we were looking at is how can we help these people, you know, because if you look at obesity, you know, the people that fall into the category for surgical obesity may only be, you know, 15 or 20 percent of obese people, you know, whereas the majority of people uh, who are obese are kind of in that 30 to 35 range where they fall into that category. They're starting to get the health problems but they're not heavy enough to qualify for surgery. So we thought, okay, well, how can we expand what we're doing to help these people? And and one of the obvious ways that we could do that was to start doing some medical weight loss. Um, so what we're doing now is we're trying to open up our doors uh, for people to get people in to come see us that aren't ready for surgery, uh, aren't considering surgery, but are looking for some extra help on losing weight. And that's where it comes from the medication standpoint. So um, for us, the new thing that we're doing is we're starting a medical weight loss program to try to help those people that aren't quite there, uh, aren't quite ready for, for weight loss surgery or may not even qualify. 
And you half answered my question that I was going to ask. So let me ask this, and maybe there's more to it. When you when you talk medical weight loss, is that for folks who need surgery? Again, you're saying that they're not quite there yet, or is this an option? Like, what's the difference between needing surgery and choosing surgery? Well, I mean, I, I think you know the most important aspect there is that you know needing surgery is is hard to define you know because um that's going to be individual to each person you know um weight loss is difficult to do and it's very hard to do and basically the way we look at it is that you know the people who would benefit the most from surgery are the ones that qualify so the ones that are you know, carrying like over a hundred or so pounds of excess weight. Those are the ones that we know would benefit from surgery more um, because the likelihood of losing that weight and keeping it off when you get to a certain point is very unlikely. You know, it's like less than 10% of people have long-term success with diet and exercise doing that, losing a hundred pounds or more, you know? Um, So, you know, the, the main, uh, I guess, what I'm trying to say is that um, there's not it, – it's more beneficial, uh, you know, for people who are at a higher BMI to undergo the surgical route. However, there are some people that are a higher BMI that just aren't ready to do surgery. You know, they just they're, – they're not ready for that change. They're not ready to, 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 to undergo it. You know, they're worried about it. They're nervous about it. And a lot of those people, you know, we can try to start on medications to try to help them lose weight you know, to get to where they want to be, you know, and some of those people will ultimately decide to continue down the medical weight loss route, or they may decide, you know what, maybe surgery is for me. Um, but the main idea is that we're, we're trying to open the doors to those people that don't qualify for surgery, but are still looking for help with weight loss. You know, the people that maybe are 50 pounds overweight or 60 pounds overweight that are starting to get some of those health problems, um, but they've been doing diet and exercise uh, and they're just not having a lot of success with it, you know? So that's where we're trying to introduce medications to help get them to where they want to be. So you mentioned that you introduce medications. Can you explain that a little bit more? What, uh, and you may or may not want to name the medications themselves. My question more is what do they do? Like what medications are out there that actually help weight loss? Sure. So, I mean, there there are a couple of different uh, medications uh, that you can look at for weight loss. The most popular one that most people know about is called Phentermine. Um, and what that medication does is it works by increasing uh, your resting metabolic rate so that basically you're burning more calories at rest and it makes you feel more energized <clears throat> and decreases your appetite. You know, so that's probably the most common one out there uh, that, that people use for medical weight loss. Um, then we have some other medications that work by decreasing your appetite uh, through other directions, uh, basically working on different receptors in your body. And that's something like uh, Contrave is, is a popular one. Um, Bupropionephrone is another one uh, that helps to um, work by decreasing your appetite but not increasing your metabolic rate. And then the third category we have are kind of like the injectable medicines um, that we use for uh, people who have diabetes. And what it works, it works by uh, basically um, working on the 
GI hormones in your body to uh, decrease uh, how much insulin you're releasing uh, so that you're not storing as much fat, which also decreases a lot of your appetite stimulant hormones, uh, ghrelin being the most specific one. Um, and those ones, uh, the injectables, they, they work really well, um, but they're also really expensive. And the only one downside is that they're, they're usually not covered by insurance companies. Um, and that's one of the difficulties that we run in with. So most of the time we're using Fentramine and Contrave and other medicines that are tablets that, that are a little bit cheaper to buy um, because insurances still aren't, aren't really covering medical weight loss that well. Um, and those are the main three categories. You know, there, there is a medicine that, that works by uh, blocking the absorption of fat um, called Orlistat um, that works okay. Uh, but it's another one that, you know, the cost is sometimes a little bit prohibitive, you know. Um, but what we try to do is, is work with the insurance companies, work with, you know, uh, what health problems you have because there are certain reasons that you would use one medicine over the other. Um, and sometimes we can even convince the insurance company that, hey, this is the route we need to go because, you know, we can't use these certain meds. So we're basically trying to help people, you know, get some weight loss um, on a non-surgical route, you know, by going down one of these four pathways. I have a question just about one of those medications. It was the first one that you talked about. And my, my question is, any medication, anything that somebody is taking that raises the metabolic rate, does that ever affect the heart at the same time or no? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, absolutely. You know, so um, the only real contraindications to using Centromine, uh is in somebody that has uh, like uh, an, uh, cardiac arrhythmia, you know, like atrial fib or something like that, um, or if they have coronary artery disease. You know, you wouldn't want to put extra stress on the heart in that situation. Um, so those are really the only times that you would consider not using that medicine and would decide to use something else. We're talking about bariatric surgery. Dr. Strife is with us, Dr. William Strife. And, and I, I know we could talk about this new medical weight loss idea for the entire show, but I want to ask you a couple of other um, items that you use or a couple of different paths in one's journey, if you will. Uh, before we move on to the bypass versus the sleeve, any other thoughts you want to share about the medical weight loss? Um, no, I mean, I think, you know, um, my, my main message uh, for that today is that, you know, we're here for you. Uh, we want to help you. I think a lot of times, uh, you know, primary care physicians, uh, some of them do do medical weight loss. Uh, some don't. Sometimes it's hard to find someone that does it. Um, and we just want to let people know that, you know, for the community uh, that we're here for you um, and that you may not necessarily think, well, I need to go to the bariatric surgery office you know, to get medical weight loss. But that is something that we're trying to extend, you know, yeah. um, because when you think of the surgery, obviously you think, oh, well, they're going to, you know, sign me up for that. And, and that's not, you know, that's, that's not what we're trying to do. We're, we're basically, you know, we take it as an individual approach for each patient and try to determine what's going to be best for them. Right. So let's talk about bypass versus the sleeve. We've talked about each of these before, which is good for someone, which is better. What do you say to someone? So generally speaking, when we look at the sleeve versus the bypass, um, <clears throat> it really comes down to what their goal is and what health problems they have that might preclude, uh, preclude them from one direction or the other. So we'll start with the sleeve. So the gastric sleeve uh, is done more commonly in the United States now than the gastric bypass. And it's picked up a lot in favor because it's a much simpler operation. You basically staple along the stomach 
to basically decrease the volume of the stomach down to being roughly the size of a banana. And you remove the big portion of the stomach that expands. So it's a very quick operation. It's very safe. It's not very technically challenging, and the risk is very low. So that operation can be done in about 30 minutes or less, okay? And that's the thing that really attracted people to it initially was the fact that it was very simple and very low risk. The benefit of it is that, generally speaking, you get to about 50 to 60% of your excess weight loss at about a year. So, for example, if you carry 100 pounds of excess weight, you're probably going to lose 50 to 60 pounds at one year with the sleeve alone. Now, if you want to continue going down that line and get all the way down and lose all the 100 pounds, you can. If you want to stay where you're at, you can. The sleeve allows you to do that. Um, so it's a pretty good option to get you some pretty decent weight loss, about 50 to 60%. The only downside of the sleeve are twofold. The first is when you take the stomach, which is a big area, and you narrow it up into a skinny tube, it increases the pressure within that system, and that can cause heartburn. So about 15% of people who never had heartburn or heartburn symptoms get heartburn. Now, the majority of those people can be managed with an acid-suppressing medicine like protonics or Prilosect. Um, but there's a small percentage of those people that need to be converted to the gastric bypass to get rid of that heartburn. So for the sleeve, if you have heartburn, that's not the right operation for you. The only other thing that people will consider about the sleeve that they don't like is that once you take that part of the stomach out, it's gone. You can't get it back. So there's no way to reverse a sleeve. Um, and some people just don't like the idea behind that. The gastric bypass, on the other hand, what you do is you create a pouch out of the top portion of the stomach, but the rest of the stomach stays in place. You bring a loop of the intestine up and you attach it to that pouch, and then you reconnect the intestine down below. But you don't remove any organs. You don't remove anything. So if you needed to reverse the bypass, you could do so. The other thing is, because you're disconnecting the stomach from the esophagus, it's a cure for gastric reflux. You won't get heartburn. So that patient that comes into your office that's like, oh, yeah, I do have bad heartburn, well, it's kind of a twofold treatment. You're going to help them with their obesity and their weight-related problems, but you're also going to get rid of that reflux for them. Um, the other reason you might choose the gastric bypass is because it gives you a little bit longer and a little bit better weight loss. So that same person who has 100 pounds to lose is probably going to lose between 70 to 80% of that excess weight in a year rather than 50 or 60. It's a little bit more effective of a surgery. Um, maybe slightly more risk. And by slightly, I mean maybe a half a percentage overall. There are certain things that are inherent to the bypass that don't happen with the sleeve, but that risk is not really that different, you know? And that operation is generally about an hour. So it's about 30 minutes compared to an hour. But overall recovery, diet advancement is all generally about the same. So it really comes down to what kind of health problems they have, what kind of goal they're trying to get to, and ultimately if they have any reflux or something that might steer them in a direction of one or the other. So that's a pretty good summary comparing those two operations. 
Those two operations uh, are going to be new to a lot of individuals who want to go down in this journey. How do you help the the patients that you have through this journey mentally, emotionally? I know you're not the psychiatrist or psychologist, but I'm sure you have to sure. deal with that along this path. Right. So, you know, generally speaking, the average person who ends up coming to, to my office uh, to discuss about weight loss surgery has been kicking that can around, kicking that idea around in their head for at least two years. So the average is about, it takes two years for somebody to be ready to undergo that operation, you know? And most of the people that come in have been thinking about it for a very long time. We do have some people that come and see us. They were referred from their primary care doctor, uh, you know, and they're just not ready. And that's okay. So what we do is we try to help them along um, by doing the medical weight loss, by getting them to a nutritionist or a dietitian, and by trying to help them get some weight loss and get them kickstarted. And if we can get things rolling for them and it's working well for them, well, they may not ever end up in the operating room and that's okay. Um, because really, you know, my whole job is to just decrease the burden of disease. You know, it's not about doing the operations. It's just about helping people manage these conditions, you know, and if we don't have to go to the operating room for that, that's okay. But if that person decides down the line that it's not working or now they want to try it, well, we're here for them in that direction too, to do the surgical end of things. So we do try to support anybody that comes in through this door whole body, you know, so, so we do check everything. We, we make sure that all of your clearances are up to date. You know, if you haven't had a colonoscopy, we get you set up for one. If you haven't had a pap smear, we make sure we get that stuff done, a mammogram. It's really kind of a whole body care to really, you know, address everything that we need to do. Um, you know, so, so we really try to be all encompassing, you know, when you come to see us. There's another note that's in front of me that, that says, I believe revision work. What does that mean to you when you're talking about bariatric surgery? So there are a lot of people out there that have already had weight loss surgery. You know, they've had a sleeve, they've had a lap band, they've even had a gastric bypass. And for whatever reason, they're having trouble. They're either having nausea, trouble eating, trouble swallowing, or one of the most common things is that some people can gain weight back. So what we try to put that message out there is that if you've had weight loss surgery done somewhere else, but now you live in Butler, or even if you've had it done in the city, but you don't want to travel in and out to the city all the time, if you want to follow up with us, we're happy to see you. Even if you're not having problems, we'd still be happy to see you. Check your, check your lab work. Make sure that your vitamins and electrolytes are where they need to be, and basically establish care with you here. If you're having trouble, we're also happy to see you to talk about, is there something that we can address here? Because there are certain problems that can happen that you can fix. Um, so those people out there that have been struggling and having trouble and have had weight loss surgery, uh, that think that there's no help, you know, we're, we're here because we also offer uh, revision work for people who, who have problems that need to be addressed, you know. Um, so that's another thing that, that we do is that we, we're seeing people that are post-surgery um, to help take care of them long-term and also to address any issues that they might have. What happens for an individual who is gaining weight back? And I know that each individual is a, a different case, but generally speaking, is it because of the food that one is eating? Is it something within the body that's reacting um, different than others that's causing the weight gain? What, what happens within the body that weight comes back? 
So generally speaking, <clears throat> there are, if you look at all um, the reasons for weight recidivism, weight, weight regain, um, when it comes down to it, the vast majority of patients uh, get weight regain because they are eating or adapting to and eating the wrong things. And what I mean by that is both of these operations work by restriction. They decrease the amount of volume that you can hold in your stomach. So if you choose foods that are really tough and really hard and dense, right? So if you eat like chicken or you eat turkey or you eat steak, that type of food hangs out in your pouch or your sleeve for a very long time. And it makes you feel full for a very long time, which is what you want when you're trying to lose weight. But human beings are smart. We learn to adapt to things. And as we eat, we realize that if we eat softer foods, like mashed potatoes, like pasta, like rice, that type of stuff we can eat a lot more of. And it doesn't make us feel full or uncomfortable. And that's because that type of food will move through your sleeve or will move through your bypass pretty quickly. And you could eat more of that. So what ends up happening is they start to develop kind of like this, you know, adversity to eating foods that make them feel full. And they're choosing foods that are softer and higher in calories that go through faster. So they're adapting to the surgery. You know what I mean? That's the main reason that do you think, people come in with weight regain. Do you think an added reason on why we do that, again, generally speaking, is because that we're emotional eaters. And when we feel these emotions that, that I know this goes down a whole different conversation with, but um, when, we, when we don't deal with the emotions that we need to, a lot of people turn to food. And then that, that Absolutely. you know, then there's another cycle that you have to break. Correct. Correct. And, and that's why weight loss is, is so difficult because it's so multifactorial. You know, if, if losing weight was, you know, if it were easy, we would all be skinny, right? You know, but the fact of the matter is, is that it, it's so difficult in a lot of different ways and a lot of different things that you have to address, you know? Um, and one of those baselines, like you said, emotional eating, habitual eating, um, stuff like that, that, those are hard habits to break, you know? Um, and, and, you know, but we, what we want to do is, is help get you here to educate you, to get you on the diet and stuff that you're going to need, because that's going to get you the success that you want. You know, the weight loss surgery is going to do an excellent job kickstarting your weight loss. It's going to get you a 50, 60, 70 pounds, you know, weight drop in a couple of months, you know, but maintaining that long term you know, it's, it's a tool, you know, so you have to use that tool to get you where you want to be. And a lot of times it really just comes down to education, you know, and when you talk to people and you tell them like, well, hey, you know, these are the type of foods you want to eat. You know, I know that these foods, you know, go through you a little bit better and feel better about it. It's like a light bulb went off and they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. You know, they're not doing it intentionally. You know, they're doing it because, you know, they're just kind of adapting to the situation that they're in, which is pretty, pretty common. Um, but we're happy to work on all of those facets, you know, and if there is something that's wrong with the bypass anatomy, or there is something wrong with the sleeve and we have to do a revision, well, then we'll do a revision, you know, um, and we're happy to do that too. So we really try to address all aspects of that to, to kind of get them where they want to be. How do you address the fear or the doubt of success? I'm sure there are people who come in and they even hear you talk now and say, well, if I could do it 
then, I should be able to do it now. And if I can't do this now, if I can't lose weight on my own now, how is this going to be successful then? Right. You know, I mean, I think the most successful people uh, who do really well with weight loss surgery, they start making the changes early, you know. So even before they have the surgery, they start making the changes of being more cognizant about what they're eating, monitoring how much they're eating, you know, trying not to, you know, overeat and snack. They're making those changes um, that they need to to have that long-term success. But even if you have difficulty where you struggle and you fail or you're having, you know, issues, there are always ways to help get you back on track, to get you back where you want to be. You know, there's never a situation where we're just like, well, there's no hope here. There's nothing else we can do. We have no options. We have a lot of options. Um, And I would say that's the most important thing is that, you know, you don't have to get discouraged by having weight regain or having difficulty and thinking that you can't do it because everybody thinks that at some point, you know, Um, and we, we're just there to, to help, get you through the tough parts and help get you on track when you need it. Um, because it is, you know, it's difficult to lose weight, you know, and we know that. Um, but you know, the people who have success far outweigh, you know, far outnumber the people that have failure, you know, Doctors, um, and that's the big thing. Dr. Strife, can you walk us through the process in getting this started? Maybe we have been on the fence. Maybe we haven't made the phone call. And if we would like to go through the Butler Health System, what do we do? How do what should we expect? So basically, um, the, the easiest thing you need to do is just give us a call. You know, give us a call to stop in and be seen. Um, if you want to find out more information about it, Go to, go to our website at butlerhealthsystem.org. Check out the bariatric section. We have recorded seminars of what I'm talking to you about right now that you can watch in the comfort of your own home, on your phone, wherever you may are. You can watch it with family and, and learn about it from you. The same stuff that I'm telling you, recorded and have it on our website to kind of give you an idea of what the process is like. And that'll give you all the information that you need to to consider, you know, what you need to do. And if you're not that tech savvy or you'd rather hear about it in person, give us a call. We do seminars. We'll bring you into the office and talk to you in person. Um, And just because you come in to be seen or schedule an appointment doesn't lock you down in anything. And even if you start the process, and you can always back out and say, you know what, this just isn't for me. And that's okay too. Um, But if you want to start, the easiest ways are either to go to the website or give us a call and either stop in for one of our seminars or stop in to be seen. Dr. Strife, I just want to ask you your final thoughts on on this conversation that we've had before I let you go. Again, bariatric surgery has been around for some time. We've talked uh, a couple of times in the past, but just your final thoughts on the importance of knowing that, that you're all there to help us at the Butler Health System if this is what we choose. Yeah, I mean, my, my final summary for, for anybody here is that if you're struggling with weight, if you're struggling with health problems like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and you and you think you might need some extra help, <clears throat> come by and see us. Give us a call. We're happy to talk to you and, and see what all options are available to you, whether it be medical weight loss, whether it be diet and exercise, getting you set up with our, our dietitians, our nutritionists for education, or whether it is a, you know, you're looking for surgery, you're looking to get that done. We're happy to see you for all aspects of that. So if you're having trouble with your weight and you're looking for some extra help, 
give us a call. We'd be happy to see you and talk to you, um, and and we can get you in relatively quick. Is it best just to call the hospital's general number, or do you have a specific number for individuals? So we use uh, the the health system is kind of switching over to this uh, central scheduling group, um, and the number for that is eight three three. Uh, 9950116 um and that you'll see that number listed across all the websites and and things like that too if you if you look us up on Google or so um and they'll be able to get you set up with an appointment uh, or be able to direct you to where you need to go fantastic dr strife thank you so much for your time always a pleasure talking to you it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. And folks, thank you very much for joining us on this segment. If you joined us late or would like to hear this program again, what I'm going to do is point you to our website. So that is going to be WISR680.com. When you get there, you just simply go to the menu bar, pick programs, and then let's talk. And there you go. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network.